Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. I think this is a it's a positive move for the New England Patriots and you know, and for Mac Jones, I think it's a double whammy. It kind of covers both areas here. One, we know they needed, you know, a real offensive coordinator. Billy O'Brien understands how things are done in New England. You know, there's going to be no systematic adjustment in any way. And then there's history with Mac Jones as well. So all of that makes sense. And yeah, not only are you going to improve your offense with a guy that's been there, done that, but you got a guy that's got a relationship with your starting quarterback who, hey, took a step back this year, not necessarily because of himself, but because of the surrounding issues with the football team. And now maybe you can get him back on the right track here with, with Bill O'Brien and you know a better offense and a guy that, that knows him and has a relationship. Your buddy Chris Sims earlier this week talking Mac and Billy O. We didn't really overlap, but they did a little bit, I guess, on Mac's uh, preparation for the NFL draft. Bill O'Brien was coming in, so they had some kind of crossover there. And there was a report in Mass Live that Mac is excited, very excited, looking forward to working with Coach O'Brien. So I guess that's the only reporting that we have on the subject linking the two, that they'll be together. Unfortunately, Bill O'Brien did not sound excited or sound about anything about (laughs) Mac Jones when he did his video. That was uh, Mark Daniels in the Mass Live uh, story that reported the Mac Jones feelings on the subject. But you're right, Bill O'Brien on Patriots.com. Nary mentioned the quarterback. Maybe he felt like he just shouldn't say anything until Is there he re- talks to Bill, who he's working for or with <laughs> or for. Is there a return volley, either through Bill or an associate, in the next week or two about sort of what happened to get his side out? Because it seemed... Relatively where one-sided. That, where would that come through? Who does Bill talk well, to? Well, Lombardi no longer is on the payroll. I know. Uh, maybe Fourier? <laughs> yeah, sure. Or or Greg? Yep. Two friendly guys. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's been the one topic where there's really not another side. And Bill is no longer untouchable because of the what's happened in the last couple of years and all that. So it's been sort of a barrage. The only backlash has been people not wanting to hear about it because it's like a child who doesn't want to hear that they're being punished because they can't handle that their great and mighty Bill did something unde- indefensible. Really, there's really no other side. I don't want to talk about it. It's uh, I don't even know. I don't want to know what happened. No, 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 no. Like that's the only other side to the story. Is there another side? Well, the only other side is that this was part of the plan to get to Bill O'Brien. 
that he knew this was going to be a, a transitional year and they just had to kind of take their chances and it but blew up in his face. But, but that's that, not really an excuse for it. it. Well, that's what you're trying to... I mean, it's indefensible. If you if you didn't think... They should have gone Kaylee, I guess. In the, hindsight, was he the best interim option? Of course. If, the first call, the first question to Bill O'Brien should be, were you contacted at all when Josh McDaniels went to the Raiders to see if you would be willing to come to the Patriots? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what he'll say, but that is the question. Because if he was never contacted, and then Bill, on top of putting his feelings behind two coaches that were completely over their head in Judge and Patricia, he would then put his, quote, friendship with Nick Saban over the success and development of the franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, but Bill is about loyalty, so that's... That's it. His so why essence. is he loyal to these coaches and not the player that he needs to succeed? Yeah, he feel yeah he it was a longstanding loyalty to Saban. He's so this new quarterback, which by the way was Saban's guy. Do you think that makes it more likely that Mac sticks through this? He talks to Saban or whatever. There's some kind of a compromise there. Bill O'Brien, Saban, Belichick, they all get together. Max Abama guy. We'll we'll get through this. Sorry about last year. We'll go get him. But I'm sorry. The loyalty thing, it just doesn't fly. Considering what happened to Mangini, who was loyal until he wasn't, considering what he's done to players and coaches that have come through here. I mean, what this really showed at the real root of it is that he didn't think offense was that tough. He didn't. He thought Brady was replaceable. He thought McDaniels was replaceable. He didn't think it was this insurmountable duty that he would have to look long and hard for someone that would be capable of doing something similar to what Josh had done or what Tom had done, which is why it was business as usual in 2020, according to Tom Curran, before Tom went to Tampa, and that's why when Josh went to the Raiders, he wasn't going to disrupt his friendship with the Alabama head coach and rock rock that boat. Instead, he would bring in these two completely unqualified morons to run his offense with Mac Jones because eh, anybody can do it. Yeah, but he was wrong there. It turned out to be just you know cannon fodder. God, through the you got to feel bad for Patricia in that sense, I guess. A little sympathy that he took one on the chin for Bill. Bill said you could do this. He may have self doubted. Patricia might have been like, I can't do this. Right, but gave it his best shot, and now look what's happened. Ken, if you told me to call the Red Sox games in Spanish, and I said sure, <laughs> yeah, it would be a mistake by me to accept it. Yeah, I guess so. But he, what other options did these guys Although have? Although I'm guaranteed, you, desperate. I would be far more well versed in Spanish than that Patricia was with an I've offensive playbook. I've heard you talk Spanish. You're excellent. Uh, but it's just, it's one of those things where it is a. I am so fascinated to hear what Robert Kraft says at the owners' meetings because that's really when we get them coming up in March, so not too far away, about six, seven weeks away. And could he be on thin ice? Mm-hmm. Could Bill Belichick be on thin ice? Is this story tacitly approved? You and I agree that Kraft was not mad about what got out in that story. Nope. So Bill's boss is letting the the uh, the air uh, out of the office, getting the dirty laundry out in public. And how much power do Mayo and Billy O have? Correct. Are they really going to be majorly controlling the strings of this team? Now here's a comp from our buddy Bradfoe, who's on a four. You want a Bradfoe comp? This is spinning it positive now. Love it. This team was the 2012 Red Sox. This team was the Bobby Valentine disaster Red Sox, and they have the ability, if you take that forward, to bounce back and be a world championships team in 2013. Biggest difference is that the the clubhouse in 2012 
openly revolted <laughs> against Bobby V, got which, drawn which, together. Which so did this one. No, because the, the person in charge is still here. The person that hired Bobby V yeah. was Larry Lucchino. He's sort of, he was pants. John Farrell came in. John Farrell had control. He was the, 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 the strong hand with massive old lobsterman hands in the middle of the dugout. <laughs> the and, lobster story. And you have Billy O uh, and John Farrell, lobster, both lobstermen. But, but Bill Belichick is still in charge, and yeah. he's the coach. Right. So sort of. The unless unless O'Brien or Mayo are really in charge. Right. This would be like moving Bobby V into the pitching coach's job. <laughs> I think they should do that. I mean, by the way, both games tomorrow right here on WEI on our coverage of the NFL playoffs is brought to you by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. How's your faith in Bill? Do you still trust in Bill? 617-779-7937. Steve in Centerville. Hi, Steve. Thanks, guys. Um, Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Uh, Like everybody else, I wasn't happy when, when those two bozos became, you know, running the offense or whatever we want to call it. However, what are you going to do midseason when things are not working out? You're going to throw them under the bus? You're going to, you're going to tear them a new a-hole? Well, why did you throw your quarterback start? under the bus, Steve? But we're not talking about the quarterback here. We're talking about the coaches. Well, that's what we're, we're talking, talking about. There was an obvious – there was dysfunction in the offense. The quarterback and the offensive players did not feel they were being coached properly. When given an opportunity to stand by a quarterback that was injured, Bill Belichick said nothing and sided with the people that were inept at their job. Well, I'm just going to go back to what I said earlier. I, we, when, what do we know now? We know that they had O'Brien lined up. And we also know that these guys didn't work out. So I just don't see how Belichick was going to sort of throw the, throw the coaches under the bus. And you know what? Yeah, Mac Jones is going to get on board. Yeah, it's an, not an ideal situation. you got two monkeys coaching you. But you know what? Deal with it. Suck it up. <laughs> I, I don't have any issue there. I mean, to me, you guys are trying to get people on, this, on the show and stirring up controversy. You're successful at that. But, geez, isn't there something else? Wait, to talk wait about? Steve, this is the biggest story in this city, and we're not drumming up the controversy. There are dozens of sources, according to Karen Region, that were talking in ways they have never before in ripping the organization. That's not us. That's the Patriots' employees. I mean, to me, the original sin was these guys shouldn't have been in their position. But once they're in the position, I just don't see, like, well, what would we do differently? We would, we would, we would, we would say that, hey, Matt, you know, we love you, Matt. You're our number one guy. Okay, he could have done that. But was he supposed to, like, you know, move these guys as coaches? I mean, yes, what? yeah, just like he would if a player wasn't doing their job. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't know. It's tenable. I guess I would say let's go through the scenarios of like what, what they could have done six weeks in. It's not like well, it's, well, it's, it's not six team. weeks in. It's in July when they're installing half as many plays as they had under Josh. When it's clearly not working, when everybody around the organization, teams that they were scrimmaging with, people that were covering the team, people that were covering the opposing teams they were scrimmaging with, players were all saying, this is not working. Whatever you had envisioned, it is not coming to fruition. We should change. And they did phase Judge out, right? It sounds like. Right. But to say that the, like you make this decision, it's not a singular decision. Every day that you stood by these people was a bad decision and a mistake. It's not one mistake. 
It's thousands of them over the course of a season. Yeah. Well, it's Belichick's ego really here that he felt like they could just power through and have a decent year. And they almost, again, they almost made the playoffs. If you're comparing this to one of the worst decisions Bill's ever made, they were on the playoff bubble. You know, despite all this dysfunction, this dysfunction going on, which is also frustrating in the sense that they had a championship caliber defense, probably that with a good coordinator, you're in the postseason. You're you're in the mix anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's no. They, they are definitely a playoff team if the offense isn't mangled the way it was. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. The Kenny Curtis Show, and here is Joe Braverman and what's trending. Celtics and the Bruins in action tonight. What a weird six o'clock faceoff for the Bruins. That's bizarre. Classic Florida. Here's what's going on. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, as you said, the Celtics and the Bruins back in action. The Celtics will try and snap their three-game losing streak tonight against the L.A. Lakers. Marcus Smart will not play. He'll miss his fourth straight game dealing with an ankle sprain. For L.A., Anthony Davis is probable, while LeBron James is listed as questionable with left ankle soreness. Tip-off for tonight at the Garden is set at 8.30. The Bruins also are back in action on the first of a back-to-back. They continue their five-game road trip against the Florida Panthers. Puck drop, as Kent said, is at 6 o'clock. According to Burt Breer, the Patriots will interview current Bills assistant Ryan Wendell to be their offensive line coach. Wendell played in New England for seven seasons and won a Super Bowl in 2015. The interview will take place in Las Vegas, where the Pats coaching staff are for the Shrine Bowl. Patrick Mahomes will officially start for the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game against the Bengals as he deals with a right high ankle sprain. However, tight end Travis Kelsey was added to the injury report yesterday. He is listed as questionable with a back injury. On the other side for Cincinnati, the Bengals will have their top tight end Hayden Hurst, but offensive linemen Alex Kappa and Jonah Williams are out, making it three missing starters on the offensive line for Cincy. In the NFC, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel do not have injury designations for the 49ers, but their running back, Elijah Mitchell, is listed as questionable with a groin injury. WBEI will have both the AFC and the NFC Championship games, with coverage starting at 2.30 following WBEI Football Sunday with Fitzy and Hart from Westwood One. It's the NFL playoffs from Westwood One. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WBEI and WBEI.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back in the studio this week, the Ken and Curtis show. We replayed our uh, Springfield show uh, earlier this week. We edited a few things out for, uh, you know, took some of the booze out of the show. Yeah. You, you were getting cackled, you know, so we thought. I, I took out, <laughs> um, you know, Derek the Steeler fan. <laughs> no, it was interesting, the uh, Chad Finn report in the oh. Globe about 
the Nesson replay of the Q&A and the, uh, <laughs> the comment from the team as to why some things got taken out. Quote, as is always the case with television production, we made tweaks where needed to accommodate sound quality in the unique amphitheater environment at MGM and condensing a 90-minute period into an hour-long format of the show. With that said, the lion's share of the ownership front office Q&A is included in the program. Quote. So uh, I might get dumped. <laughs> Just don't say anything. Like, <laughs> that is such an insult to the fan. Like, ah. Uh. Well, you know, it was funny when I was getting the clip of John Henry, like there was a corner. There was like, I think like a production. He must have been like with Nesson. He kept like doing the hands like, no, stop, stop. And <laughs> they wouldn't to, stop. <laughs> trying to make it go away. It's uh, just, you know. Hey, but we talked to Sam Kennedy for a long time last week, and he agreed with you that it was a, a good sign. That's, the, of course, the spin. Well, they if he really agreed, they wouldn't have edited fans. out of the thing. <laughs> well, I know. That's what I mean. Why didn't they just go with it then? It's unfortunate. I had a viral rant about this, commending them for doing it. I know. And they made me look dumb, which isn't too hard. Been very positive. So tomorrow, I am Jack. We have these callers. Jacked and pumped for the games tomorrow. Only three mm-hmm. NFL games left, which is depressing. More Wild. excited for Chiefs and uh, Bengals, obviously, just oh, given yeah. the AFC. I wish it was the early one. Mm-hmm. But, um, by the way, you did this job for five years in the morning. Six years. And you mocked me for going to bed early last Friday when that was our team. We always went to bed early. You're like, oh, we did bed at five. <laughs> did I really? Yeah, you were like, oh, cool. Curtis. Oh, yeah, you said he was out at night. He wasn't out at night. It was 530 in the afternoon. Well, it was Friday night, you know. That's, you okay. know, you're you, on the I think road. you've had a baby, and I think you've had a night to sleep, and I think you dominated. Right, but nonetheless, no, it's okay. I didn't take it personally anymore. Um, I mean, I do nothing. I, less than nothing. <laughs> and I'm not even on the morning show anymore. You do a lot, and you're doing a great job. So the... Um, the game's tomorrow. Sadly, I think the Chiefs will win. I'm excited for it. I hope Burrow is great. I just, there's too much on the line for Kansas City. They can't go, Mahomes can't go to 0-4 against Joe Burrow. It just can't happen. That would be a statistical anomaly that would you would have to talk about. And I think the 49ers win. It'll be a tighter game, but I think it's something like 24-21 49ers over the Eagles. I I think Bengals win, and this is the week that the Tyreek Hill absence shows up. They miss him tomorrow. Ooh, because of uh, Anna Balassa, uh, uh, Lou Anarumo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see him moving well enough to make plays, and they're going to miss Tyreek. Although, you know, they didn't win with him last year either. So you better send those refunds. So I'm I'm getting conflicting reporting. I saw the story of we're going to Burrowhead Field. The reporting is now that that was a Chiefs player mocking the... It was? I don't know. I have to find this story. No, I thought it was a Bengals lineman. Okay. Nonetheless, um, I, I, am, I, I don't think that the... The big story I heard uh, from the uh, the pregame, the NFL game mat, matchup, I've seen all these all-hours TV uh, shows because of um, the young and... They say that the, the biggest difference is the, the, the front of the Chiefs leads the NFL in pressures. And that you have Chiefs defensive front. Right. Chris Jones. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, that is going to be the difference that the defensive line of the, the Bengals O line is still not good. Correct. They were they were not they were everybody the story going into last week into Buffalo was that Kappa and three of the linemen were out and that mm-hmm. the the Bills were going to make a snowy day, tough for the guys to get off the ball, whatever. The Bills were able to they were able to negate the Bills, whereas they will not be able to do that with the Chiefs, which will cause Burrow to be flustered. 
Maybe you get second half Burrow against the Patriots this week against the Chiefs. That's what they were theorizing. That's why they. I just think there's a lot of value if I were betting. I'm not on the Chiefs. They're only getting one point at home. NFL wants the Chiefs giving they'll, one they'll point. Get, at home. They'll get some calls. Yes, they want the Chiefs back in. They are dying to have Mahomes start accumulating Super Bowls. So. Chiefs Eagles. Is that what they want? Or Chiefs Niners? They can't go wrong in the NFC. Either way, I mean that's going to be a huge. Both are major markets, big fan bases. I mean, I. You can't root for the Eagles. Are you rooting for the Eagles? No, no. God, I hate Philadelphia. I like Purdy. I think uh, I root for the story. I would say I don't know if I'm a hundred percent. I think I would rather live in Kandahar than live in Philadelphia. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Talking about, of course, Patriots dysfunction. Belichick, Brady coming back. Little Missoula earlier. Hall of Fame, baseball Hall of Fame. <laughs> Little Missoula. That is that should be his nickname. <laughs> it is. It's his name, Little Missoula. And uh, the gushing of Gronk. About Bill O'Brien. Oh, my God. He wants back. A little much. He wants Brady to come back. Let's go to Sean in the car. Hi, Sean. Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Thanks for calling. So, uh, I think you were saying earlier, Curtis, you were saying how Belichick's uh, loyalty to Saban and some of these other guys is really biting the Patriots in the rear. But I I think, Ken, you hit it more on the nose. It's not his loyalty. It's his ego. Uh, And... I think that's actually a really good thing for the Patriots moving forward because with the way this failed this year, his ego definitely has to take a shot. And when that happens, he tends to, to overcorrect and they come back really strong. Like in 06, he thought he could win because he had Brady and a bunch of scrub receivers. Then in 07, he brings in Moss and Welker. Uh, you know, he thought he could win a Super Bowl benching Malcolm Butler. Obviously, that didn't work out. He quit messing around like that. Brady left. He thought he was good enough to win with Cam Newton. His ego got checked, and then he went ahead and drafted a quarterback in the first round, which I think we would all agree is against his M.O. Uh, so I, I think he's going to have to, you know, and hiring Bill O'Brien shows that he's already taken a bit of an ego hit. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think we're going to see him make some adjustments, and I think that's a good thing for the Bats. No, good points. That could be, uh, that'd be the definite, that's the most logical, optimistic view thus far. That Bill is humbled. Yep. He's going to take action. He already has. You said good start. There will be free agent fireworks. <laughs> the line, good start. The horse. <laughs> yeah, much best lines. Anyway, let's go to bu- 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 Mike in Boston. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mike. Mike. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear you. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Yep. James, how's uh, I mean, Curtis, how's James doing, bud? Oh, uh, he is good. He he loves being away. He loves life. He doesn't like sleeping too much. He just loves seeing That's everybody. Awesome. So, uh, when thank you. When he gets four or five years old, he's going to love it. He's going to be the ball. I can't wait. Thanks, Anyways, Mike. I got two points. Two points real real quick. Do you think all along that, you know, Belichick never cared about what anyone thinks in any year, right? He doesn't care about the media nothing. He probably knew all along this was probably going to go south as far as an OC is concerned. And they did, probably didn't want to pay an OC a contract because the target was Bill O'Brien all the time. And he knew he could get him this year. So I think maybe they knew maybe it'll go south. They got O'Brien now. They already knew that was going to happen. Do you agree with that, that that's possible? Um, maybe. Uh I, I think that – I'm sorry. So the more possible that – This was the plan. The plan all along was to get Billy O. Yeah, I think that that's clearly what it was. And Bill thought that he could get a bridge to Billy O with people like Patricia and Judge. The only yeah, thing – without giving out a contract. Right, but here's the one thing, Mike, that I would say. He precluded Kaylee, Nick Kaylee, from interviewing with the Raiders for their offensive coordinator position. Why not give Kaylee right. the job? 
because that would have, okay. if worst case scenario, right? Let's say Kaylee is great and he gets the Panthers job this offseason, the one that Wright got. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and would Kaylee have kept the McDaniels offense that probably Billy O is going to go back to anyway? Exactly. And you wouldn't have had this, you know, what the real issue. With the zone stretch. You know, I think back to back great calls, but Sean prior to Mike said that the ego, that, that his 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 ego has been bruised and that he's going to be forced to have some humble pie here. Three calls in a row in the great category if we take angry principal Dave. Yeah, go ahead. David, how are you this afternoon? Good morning, Mr. Laird. Hey, I do have uh, one complaint about the morning show. Does does Greg Felger take calls anymore? I mean, <laughs> he will not take a phone call before 8 o'clock. I mean, I've been on hold all week, and then I have to hang up. Unreal. I, I, I have but nothing. Anyway. I have absolutely nothing to do with That's when Greg Hill takes calls. That's a lie. Oh, yeah. Greg uh, well, Coco, Coco said it well. You cringe every time you see my name. Yep. So I, I think Greg is catering to you. Yep. But anyways, Curtis, Curtis, question Greg, for you. Greg gets things catered. He doesn't cater to others. Well, that's true. He, he is a cater connoisseur, however you guys want to say it. All right. Question for you, Curtis. Yep. Would you rather, because I am so sick of Wiggy and you every morning, would you rather just win one Super Bowl, <laughs> so bring in uh, Rodgers, bring in... Uh, yes, uh, I would rather win one than Lamar, watch last year. Yep. Or, can I, or, or, again, no one's ever going to be Brady. Let's just get that out of the way. No one's ever going to be Brady. But bring in a quarterback like a Mac Jones, get the right people around him, and now you have some sustainability for 10, maybe 12 years of where you're competitive every year. And then, who knows, a couple of years we can branch in and get into the Super Bowl. That's what I'm looking for. Not this quick fix. This this is the mindset of younger people of today. Let's just get the quick fix and, 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 and get all the glory. I hate that. So not and Brady. Let's be clear too, Brady would be a quick fix not, also. You don't want Brady back. Right. No, I don't want Brady. I don't want, I don't want Lamar. I don't want uh, Rodgers. I don't want any of those guys. Why would it's Lamar? It built. Can I speak, what? Mr. Principal? Uh, why Why would Lamar be a quick fix? Why wouldn't he be able to be here for five, ten years? Because uh, he's injury prone. You'll have him. So Mac the Jones. Too. Mac I don't Jones. Want him back. Those would, guys are. Would Mac Jones prone. be injury prone? Well, he hasn't. You know, he's had a couple of weeks off. But let's give him a break. Let's <laughs> also be clear too. What this whole this huh? He was out for the what? Uh, a month. A shoulder? No, oh, he, he had a high out. ankle sprain, the one that Patrick Mahomes is playing on. Well, yeah, we'll see how that all plays out. So let me get two, <laughs> two other quick points before you hang up on me. All right, good. Let's be clear about this. Jonathan, and I love this because now I'm really, really happy about what's happening down at One Patriot Place. Jonathan Kraft is now in charge down there. There is no doubt in my mind. Robert is taking the back seat. And Jonathan Kraft is the one who sat with Belichick and said, this is what we're doing, and if you don't like it, hit the door, 100%. And you are so far off, Curtis. Kansas City's going to get blown out tomorrow by Cincinnati. I hope you're right. Yeah, and I think uh, San Fran's going to get beat as well. Whoa. I hate to say it, but anyways. All right, Dave. We'll see if those predictions come true. Here's one thing about if he's right and Jonathan Kraft has taken over, that's obviously risky if he – came in and tried to tell Bill what's going on. Bill could quit or, you know, whatever. Quiet quit. Could quiet quit. Is Gerard Mayo the Trevor Story signing? You know? <laughs> is, is he the leverage? Is he the, in case of in case Bill leaves, 
They go to Bill O'Brien and Mayo. He's Dom Capers from years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, to be honest, I'm not going to lie when I don't know. This is uncharted territory for this organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 it seems to me one thing's for sure. Bill Belichick does not want to coach elsewhere because it feels like the final decision on football moves has been um, removed or at least infringed upon by the Crafts. So if he really wanted to be a stickler and negotiate, negotiate and out, whatever, he could have. Right. So it's easier to stay here. Well, it's where his roots is. His daughter coaches at Holy Cross. He works with the Suns. He loves Nantucket. He loves this area. Totally get it. However, what's next? I re- if you had told me a year and a half ago that Kraft was going to be able to regain such control of the organization, I would have said you were crazy and Bill's gone. Mm-hmm. So I've been wrong on that. So if they start out one and three again this year, and it looks like there's infighting, it looks like things aren't improving, I believe everything's on the table. In season. He's 71. Oh, boy. I don't think so. I think he's going to, he'll grind it out for two or three years to get whatever the 19 wins. The crafts don't give a damn about it. Bill does, but that's what I'm saying. But But it's not up to Bill. But Bill will stay under whatever terms they say he's staying. So whether that's Mayo takes control, whether that's Bill O'Brien takes control, they have leverage on Bill. Bill as you say, Bill doesn't want to leave. It's easy to stay. But I, there's and he a, will. There's a breaking point for everyone. Eh. Well, I guess if they totally embarrass Bill and say, you're out, you know. Or, right. you know <laughs> I guess, yeah. They're, they're, that's true. There is a breaking point. I don't think they're going to push him that far. I'm close with you. Jake in Narragansett. Hi, Jake. Hello? Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, I really believe that if you get Mac Jones weapons like DeAndre Hopkins, Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, even Tyler Boyd, you get a three to five Super Bowl winning team within the next ten years. Could they get Hopkins? I don't understand the Bill O'Brien Hopkins relationship. That's that doesn't seem tenable. So I don't know where I heard it this week, but uh might have been on uh, one of Trini's shows. But there was um reporting that the owner of the Texans was the one that was behind the Hopkins trade, that there was some disagreement there and he was forced to do it. That seems like spin. I would be very surprised if DeAndre Hopkins... And you know what? I don't love DeAndre Hopkins. Really? No. I, I, he is not a winning football player. I, I would be far happier with T. Higgins and other players than I would be with DeAndre Hopkins. He traded him... That was the bizarre trade, right? They only got a fourth... David Johnson. John, David Johnson. Oh, man. Or they got a second and a fourth, I guess. Well, that's but still awful. <laughs> what do they become? And he was the GM at that time. Right. No, he had power, but the reporting is now in hindsight that he was strong-armed into it. Who knows? Yeah, you think the Pats are dysfunctional? Look at what's going on in Houston. They're worse. Well, it's not be good. It's not good if the Patriots and the Texans are in the same sentence of anything, though. That's the unfortunate good part. Point. Let's go to Jack in the South End. Hi, Jack. Hey, good afternoon. How you two doing? Good. How are you Doing all right. Uh, yes, this is a bit of a uh, change of subject, so thanks for taking my call. But And I know, just to preface this, is about the, the Hall of Fame. I know none of us like Max Kellerman. However, he did have a good point uh, this one time when he was talking about the Hall of Fame. Basically, his method for evaluating the steroid guys was whether you can evaluate how they played before they started using steroids and whether they were a Hall of Fame talent. Uh, Bonds, I mean, I don't think anyone can argue. I, and I, First of all, I don't like any of these guys, personally. But Bonds, like, Definitely, like easy lock for if he'd never used steroids, he'd be a first ballot. 
Clemens, in my opinion, if Clemens had retired after his 13 years with the Red Sox, he would be in instead of, you know, continuing and doing the stories and whatnot. So he should, he should definitely be in. A-Rod, kind of the, sort of similar, not, not the exact same thing as he got suspended, but um, he was great in the Mariners, so probably would be in. McGuire, no. Uh, Sosa, probably no. Um, so that, that, that's my take on the, on the uh, steroid era. You'd let him in. All right, thanks, Jack. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I, the argument for Bonds is clear and been, you know, well used that he was a great player before, five tool, all that. Is Sosa the only clear no? Like, nobody, yeah. nobody puts well, and Sosa in. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, he only was good at one thing, and he was aided immensely in doing that. Yeah. A-Rod's the only one for me I absolutely would not put in. Not put in? But you put in Bonds. Yeah. I don't get that. Well, because he cheated twice. He got suspended twice, and it was as more obvious than Barry Bonds. <laughs> but there just wasn't the <laughs> same level of testing with Barry Bonds. Oh That's God. why he didn't test as much. Uh, 617-779-797. I vote for A-Rod just because he has that um, that half-horse thing over his bed. What's it I'm called? Centaur. With, I'm happy with Centaur. <laughs> Centaur. Minotaur? Centaur? I don't know. No, not a Minotaur. Centaur. I got one of you. I'm happy with McGriff and Roland. Great July day at Cooperstown. Wholesome. Joe Castiglione, I'm sure we'll be making the trip this year. What's wrong with that? But Come there on. is something about baseball where, like, when you say McGriff, I go right to the 90s. I have that baseball card, the yeah, crime yeah. dog. Love the I crime mean, dog. the Braves were always on TBS, so you got to watch them. Great I love days. baseball, man. Good days. David in the car. Hi, David. Hey, good good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. So, you know, the whole thing with Belichick, everybody keeps talking about, and we all have to be honest to ourselves because, you know, um, if – you know, if they don't come out of this this funk that's been going on for three years, which I think they will, with with, uh, with Billy O'Brien back, I am so happy he's back. I do believe that, that Mac Jones is the right fit still for this team. I, I don't want a quick fix. I, I don't want a long term either. I want a Super Bowl with the next three three years or so. I really do. But you know, if they don't, you know, there's two things going on here. If they turn around and have a great year. I think we start asking ourselves, okay, is Belichick the problem? And I believe it came from the top. Well, Belichick is on the line here. His job is on the line. And I, and I believe he was told that if he doesn't fix this and fix it quick and get the right people in here around that, you know, whatever you need to, to make this team a contender in the playoffs, that his job is, is done. Well, you're right about this, David. He's, he's losing his fall guys, right? So now if they don't succeed this year, who do, who do people blame? They're going to blame Bill. Um, in more greater numbers than they did this year for his decision to, you know, because they feel like, all right, he made a mistake, he's corrected it, you got two good coaches now, now you got a good team and money to spend. It's on you. And you have, if what happened this week leads to what many believe to be the impending arrival of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, does Robert Kraft sit back and say, Max, enough? You know, whether it's Tom or someone else, I mean, if your division now is Josh Allen... Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Tua, whatever the the Dolphins' weapons are incredible. Yep, you're sitting there. You know the only can't th- just go back with Mac and Zappy. The way these teams make a ton of money hosting playoff games, you only can host a playoff game if you win your division first. And I don't know; it just seems so uphill right now within the division. Not to mention the the, the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Chargers and these other teams, but the AFC has become a wagon. It's just going to be very difficult without them making some serious, like, they're going to have to invest both capital in terms of Robert Kraft's money and equity in terms of 
draft picks to get significant improvements to really contend next year. We got the Niners and the Eagles tomorrow and the Bengals and the Chiefs. You can listen to them on WEI, brought to you by Wise Snacks, wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. It's Kenny Curtis. Home stretch of Kenny Curtis. Coming up at 1, Arkan has his day off. Dondero in the house. He and KJ will have you from 1 to 4 today. Dondero's fired up. He did two hours in Providence this morning. He's back for three hours this afternoon. Look out. Was he ranting and raving to you about in here? Uh, we were talking a little Mac about yeah. the, uh, the the story that's got Boston talking, the Herald story this week. So, I There are so many things that you cannot say with 100% confidence today that A, Mac Jones will be, be the starter week one. That this that there's zero chance of any more coaching turnover. What's well, they already said they're going to add more, right? So I mean, isn't that out there? Yes, but I mean, it's the other thing that was bizarre that probably was just an oversight. But the Shrine Bowl tweet with the coaches that are going, and you don't have <laughs> yeah, Stephen yeah. Belichick pictured. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Shrine Bowl is like God taking on such importance. The whole the whole staff's got to come together. It actually may be a sneaky good thing. Right. This is the moment we'll be looking back on. Oh, yeah. You think, I'm sure Bill was a treat to be around, to hang out. Where are they in? Is it Louisiana? Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Why do I keep saying Louisiana? Mm -hmm. Vegas. Hanging out with Bill in Vegas the day the Herald story drops. I'm sure he was. Talking to Derek Carr while they're in town. I want to bring him in for a little uh, competition. I would rather have no quarterback than have Derek Carr. Really? I hate that guy. He sucks. Hate Derek Carr? What's the hate about Carr? He is everything that a loser is. He got a $121 million contract over three years. How much 41 year? per year. AAV. 65 of it guaranteed. Huge deal. It's amazing. And he's one absolutely diddly poo. <laughs> Here are the 30-plus million dollar quarterbacks in the league. Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott into the 40s, Stafford, Carr, and then, of course, Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Mac is going to make forty million bucks a year pretty soon. Right? Didn't does you say Bill that, ever? Will he ever pay him that? Didn't you say that Tom got top dollar to go to Tampa? How does that look in hindsight, there, Chief? At the time, never. No, that's but that's okay. Ancient history. Wrong again. I mean, we have that stack of things you were wrong about. <laughs> what? What would? What is the max that Bill will pay a quarterback? He will not pay forty million for a quarterback. Right. That's what no I'm saying. No shot. So does he? Does he want to keep Mac to the end of the deal to maximize the cheap value of it? Or does he want to reset the clock now? Well, you know what? As crazy as it sounds, I am allowing for there to be the potential for you to be slightly right that the brutal year was some brilliant move by him to lower the value of Mac and maybe try and get him cheaper right. than he would have been otherwise. And Jimmy G. But the thing is now, because of Brady, and it's an offshoot that hasn't been great, but it's been great for the players, the, the movement every year of the star quarterback really began with him. Because these guys never got to free agency because the teams would never allow them to. And the freaking negotiated franchise tag, which is the dumbest thing in the history of American sports, <laughs> that it was designed to be pro player is used against them. Every year, players can demand a trade and get more money, which is good for them but bad for teams. Let's go to Randolph and talk to Giuseppe. Giuseppe, how are you? Howdy, boys. I'm enjoying your show. Thank you. I'd like to circle back to Tom Brady if I can. Mm-hmm. I think Tom needs to play on a championship-caliber team in order to be a winner. The Patriots are not a championship team, so I don't believe Tom Brady is even considering coming back to Boston. 
And I think with good coaching, Mac is going to be our quarterback for the future. He did bring us to the playoffs last year. All right, Giuseppe. Well, the thing about that is Brady could bring people back to make them a championship caliber team, and would. Yeah, I, he would. He would. I, Giuseppe's points are good, and I agree with them. But the difference is, is that it's not just Brady. You would imagine it's Brady and Gronk, and then it's Devin McCourty staying if that's a good thing. It's Trent Brown maybe improving playing at left tackle. It's getting people to be back on the same page. All that stuff. By the way, here are East West Shrine Bowl pictures coming out. Belichick on the practice field. He's got some kind of a band-aid on his uh, right side of his face. I don't know what happened there. Is he reading the globe? Shaving accident, <laughs> accident, something like that. Bill O'Brien coming out with the backpack. Uh, there we go. They're hard at work. Your Patriots 2023 staff is in action right now. That's correct. Let's go. It's all beginning here. 2013 w- Red Sox redo. As a great player once said, LFG. Kurt in the car. Hi, Kurt. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, how are you? Good. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say, I agree with you. I completely thought the AFC was totally stacked until I saw Buffalo just crumble. So, And I also think that we're a lot better than we get credit for. So the Vikings, that loss, that was a clear touchdown that Hunter Henry did, like a Michael Jordan style, you know, put it right over, secured it back. What happened in the Raiders game? Myers throws the ball 30 yards backwards, you know, and then that, okay. and we had Cincinnati dead to rights. That's true. Shut him out we the second half. We could have kicked the field goal, right? Yeah, you were down 22 to nothing, and the Bengals stopped trying. Oh, God, I hate that spin. It's not spin. You're right, Kurt. You're right, Kurt. They were, they were close. So, yeah, and so after seeing the AFC play, Buffalo, without those two kickoff returns, I don't think, I don't know. I think okay. we're a lot better. Than I think. <laughs> now, why'd you cut the guy off? He was on a roll. And he's right. Drama in Buffalo. Steph Diggs v. Josh Allen. Going to be a rocky right. offseason. Mac Jones v. T- Bill Bel- v. Bill Belichick. What are you talking about? Don't look at the checkers. Look at the chess. Okay. Uh, I think three moves ahead. Uh, another point about all of that. Do you remember when you mocked me for saying it looked like the Patriots didn't try against the Bills, that they were just trying not to get embarrassed? Uh-huh. That was pretty clearly delineated in the story with Andrew Callahan and Gregian, that that was exactly the case. Hey, one other quick uh, story. Uh, I, great. Prove your point. Can I just give you the story? No more newscast, sports in the newscast, in Channel 4 at 6 o'clock. There's still a newscast on Channel 4? <laughs> I mean, there's no... Steve Burton doesn't get to do news, sports, between 6 and 6.30. Oh, man. He's going to be on at 5.45, and then he's not back on again. I thought All Lo- times have changed. Man, when's, where, where's Lobel? Used to be a 10-minute sports report. I know. Dino did it for years. I know. So that's it. Sports is done. You got to come to the radio. The only or place, your Odyssey app. The Odyssey app is the only place to get local sports on demand. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend, Curtis. I know you will. Big games tomorrow. I cannot wait. Enjoy the games tomorrow. I hope I'm wrong. I got the 49ers and the Chiefs advancing to the Super Bowl, which would be a great Super Bowl. I got 49ers Bengals rematch of the speaking of the '80s. We're going back. Throwback. Niners Bengals. If the Bengals go to the Super Bowl, we got to get Boomer on. Will Brady show up and support Purdy? Will he be like all over the place, like cheering him on? This is this guy's me, or is he? This is like deep down. This is his hometown team. This is grinding him. This is. If if I were advising Tom, I would say it'd be a good time to go to Italy for a couple weeks. (laughs) I'll say Eagles Bengals just for a variety. Joe Braverman has Eagles Bengals. You don't want the Eagles. You're not an. I, I would. I would rather see the Yankees win a World Series than any Philly team win again. I how, hate, how about Chiefs or Eagles? Who, who do you hate more? Oh God! If it's Chiefs Eagles, I'm going to Italy. <laughs>
All right. Talk to you uh, Monday morning. Greg Hill Show. Don't forget, Jones makes his debut Monday at 2. KJ and Dondero next, followed by Bradville. Thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.